and where the time they already had was going. What were they doing with that time? Where was it being spent, being frittered away on things that they really didn't give a fuck about? You're listening to The Circle C Project. Welcome to The Triple C Project, the podcast that helps you gain clarity, boost confidence, build courage, so you can live life lit. I'm your host, Ryan Spence, the Big Law Dropout, life coach, author, speaker, lover of hoodies, hip-hop, and big, hairy, audacious goals. If you're tired of living the life you think you should want, and ready to start living the life you do want, this podcast will help you get from where you are to where you really want to be. So now with friends, I invite you to grab a drink, take a seat, and allow me to guide you towards living a life that's lit. What's up? Welcome to episode 58 of the Triple C Project. Before we dive into today's topic, I want to make a couple of announcements. So if you're here listening into this podcast, whether this is your first episode or your 58th episode of listening, I want to thank you for being here. It really means a lot for you to take the time to commit not only to me and the show, but to commit to yourself and your own personal development. And my mission is to get more people making this commitment to themselves, more people who are stuck in this corporate hamster wheel and feeling stressed out and want to see what life can be for them, want to explore the opportunities that they can build for themselves, want to build that clarity, confidence and courage so they can live life lit. And so to help get this show out to more people, here's what I'd like you to do. You can head to ratethispodcast.com slash triple C and leave a review. Tell people what you like about the show, what you get from the show, how it helps you and how it can help them. Every word that you write, no matter how long or short, it really helps to kind of get the podcast out to other people. And I really appreciate it. And share, share with a friend, share with a colleague, share with someone you know who could use the help, who is trying to figure things out on their own and isn't getting too far and just need some guidance to get them on the path towards living the life that they want to live, not the life they think they should live. So help a friend, share the episode. um, And yes, please leave a review. Really appreciate it. And the second thing is, it's coming up to almost a year since the release of my book, The Triple C Method. Time certainly has flown. Um, and I'm really pleased with what how it's gone. And this year, I'm going to do a hell of a lot more to try and get the book out to more people. But one of the um, ideas that I'm running with is I feel I need to mark the one year anniversary. I didn't do a big splashy launch when I put the book out or anything like that. Um, so I wanted to do something to to thank those of you who have bought the book, read the book, shared the book with people. Um, so I haven't fully figured out the ideas yet, but there's going to be some sort of virtual anniversary party, which will include a bit of a workshop, some Q&A, and you can submit any questions that you have about the book, about my experience, about where it is that you want to go and how it is that you can get there. To be first in the know about that, you're going to want to get on my email list. So head to IamRyanSpence.com. Download the confidence journal to help boost your confidence. And that will also get you on the email list where you'll be first to hear about this virtual anniversary party that is currently marinating in my brain. 
Okay, let's get to it. So today I want to talk about time. Time, time, time. Time is one of those things which so many people say they do not have enough of. Almost every client that I've worked with has come to me and said at some point in our relationship, our working relationship, I just wish I had more time. Because we all feel we don't have enough. There's a lack of time. I know I've been there myself. You have all of these things which you think you, you want to do um, and you just feel you don't have enough time. But what I do, one of the first things I do when somebody says that to me is there's two questions that I ask them. And my first is, why do you want more time? And my second is, what would you do with that time? And they're always a little bit confused and surprised by the question because they've never actually thought about it before. And the thing is, when you say something broad and vague, like I would like more time, it's kind of like just throwing a wish out into the universe, but without any real conviction, without any belief that it can actually happen. Because what does more time mean? Do you want another minute? Do you want another five? Like that's still more time, but is that really what you're talking about? Or are you talking about something more substantive? So you need to know why you want the time. And you need to know what it is you would do with that time. I worked with a client recently, I've worked with a few clients, and this is kind of an amalgamation of different clients' uh, experiences here. Um, But generally what will happen is more time, I ask why, I ask what, there's this kind of puzzling around in the head. And then some ideas kind of get fed out. Maybe you want to spend, you'd spend more time with your kids. Maybe you would take an hour out each day to go to that gym class or that yoga class. I mean, maybe you want to read a book for 30 minutes a day. What, and once you start to go through this process and brainstorm the things that you would do or you want to do that you don't feel you have time for, then you can get a really good picture of how much time you actually want. So then that allows you to get more specific. So then rather than saying, I want more time, you can then say, I want to have a minimum of two hours a day. Two hours a day, Monday to Friday, to do X, to read a book, to study something that I'm really interested in, to learn a language, to go to yoga, Pilates, the gym. And then once you know the things that you want to do, you can then sort of figure out how much time you need to commit to them. So I'm learning Spanish at the moment. I've been learning Spanish for a few months using the Duolingo app. Uh, but I knew that there's no way I could commit to an hour a day learning Spanish. Uh, that just wasn't going to happen. I would never get it done. And so like I did with my meditation, as I talked about in the previous episode, I decided 10 minutes a day, 10 minutes a day to practice Spanish. Some days I'll go longer, but if I can do 10 minutes, that's great. And that's what I've done. And now I'm on a, I think it's a 150 day streak. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying I'm now fluent Spanish. I've never actually spoken it to anybody beyond using the app. So it remains to be seen. But the fact is that I've made this commitment to myself. And so I made sure I found the time to do it. It isn't always the same time every day. It's just the way that life works out. But I always make sure before midnight of that day that I get my Spanish in. And so 
my commitment was I want to learn Spanish. It wasn't that I want more time. It was I want to learn Spanish. And therefore, I had to decide how much time I had to commit to that and when I wanted to do it. And therefore, it got done. So I invite you to do something similar. It doesn't matter what the answer is, but again, connect to why you want more time. And then get clear on what you would do with that time. And I invite you here to just brainstorm. Think of all the things you would like to do that either you're not doing or you're not doing enough of and just write them all down. And then look at them all on the paper and try to get a sense of which ones are most important to you now. Some things may, you may wait for six months and may not be that big for you now. Other things you may just want to get on with now. But get an idea of exactly what it is you want to do with this time you're intending to create. And then you can start to get a sense of how much time you feel that you would need. doesn't mean you will necessarily be able to create that time, but at least it gives you something to work with. As I say, my most recent client managed to claim two and a half hours a day. That's 50 hours a month. You may not have that. You may have more than that, but we won't know until we go through this exercise. Okay, so first thing, why do you want the time? Second, what will you do with that time? Brainstorm everything that you want to do, you would like to do that you don't have enough time for. Third thing to do, map your time. Now, if you're a lawyer and you've been in private practice, you know all about tracking your time. I mean, we bill in six minute increments and it's the bane of every private practice lawyer's life. Um, So I'm not telling you to necessarily go into that detail. You can if you want to, but you can also just create general themes of how your time is spent on an average day. So for example, what time do you get up? That's your starting point. Uh, What do you do between getting up and leaving for the office if you still commute into an office or before you sit down at your desk to work? Maybe you go to the gym, maybe you have coffee, maybe you do your usual shower, brush your teeth, whatever. Maybe you make breakfast, maybe you have someone make breakfast for you or you buy breakfast. But get a sense as to kind of like how long that period of time is, just so you can see where that time is going. Commute to the office. What do you do on the commute to the office? How long does that take? How do you spend that time? And then when you're in the office, how long are you quote unquote supposed to be there? Is it nine to five, nine to six? When, you know, and when you are there, how to see how much, see what you do with that time that you spend there. How much time is spent doing work that you need to be doing and how much time is spent wandering the offices, chatting with your colleagues, grabbing a coffee, surfing the internet. This is, and again, do this without any judgment. It's just about creating this awareness of where your time is going. On an average day, what time do you leave the office? What do you do thereafter? If you go back home. Again, your commute. What do you do on the commute? How is that time spent? When you get home, what happens? Is it straight away into making dinner? Do you have some time before that? What time do you eat dinner? And for dinner, do you make it yourself? Does somebody make it for you? Do you generally tend to order food in? And then between having dinner, going to bed, what do you do? Like what is your average bedtime? And what do you do in that gap in time? Once you've got an awareness of this, and I suggest doing this for maybe a week or two, just getting these themes together, you'll start to see where you are leaking time, where there is time being spent on things that you actually don't really care about. But because 
you're not intentional about how you're spending it, you are just letting it fritter away. And I know I've done it. I still do it sometimes. There's those times when you kind of go onto your social media app to look at something and before you know it, 30 minutes have gone or 40 minutes have gone and you're like, what the hell was I doing? And that's time you could have spent doing something else. So it's about noticing little moments like that because then when you notice them, you can see actually this is how much time I actually have if I spent less time doing the things that I'm just doing because I'm not thinking about what I'm doing. And that may get you back 30 minutes a day, may get you an hour a day, may get you more. But once you do this exercise, and then once you're clear on on an average week, how much time is available to you when you're intentional with it, then you can start to take some of the things from that brainstorm list of what you would do at that time and slot them in to these pockets of time. So, okay, you maybe you don't have a clear straight hour to go into a yoga class or a gym class, but maybe you found a 30 minute pocket of time somewhere in your day that is fairly regular, fairly consistent, and you can just do a 30 minute class. Maybe you do it at home. Maybe you do it using a YouTube video, or maybe you have 15 minutes. And if you do, I've got a 15 minute yoga sequence um, that I created myself, which I'm happy to share with you. Um, just send me an email. Hey, at I am But all this is doing is creating this awareness of time. Because look, there are 24 hours in a day. That's it. There won't be any more. We can't physically create more hours in a day. That's not possible. But we can look at the time we are spending and try to utilize that in a way that better serves us, in a way that is more in line with getting you to where it is that you want to get to. And this is why I always come back to clarity, because the clearer you are on where it is you want to go and what you want to do, the more intentional you will be in spending the time on the things that are going to get you there. That's it, basically, you know, and this whole process, it probably sounds very simple and straightforward, and it is. But the fact of the matter is, is that when you're in the midst of things, when you're busy, when you're trying to chase that next promotion or just trying to keep your head above water with the, from the work that you're drowning in, it can be hard to take that step back and really assess what's going on. That's what I'm here for. That's why, that's what I do as a coach. I can see that because I'm not in it. So I can see what you can't see. And that's how I helped a client find 50 hours a month, which is pretty amazing. I'm pretty amazed for them, pretty excited for them as to what they're now going to do and going to spend that time doing. It's going to make such a huge difference to the quality of their life, uh, the quality of the people, lives of the people around them. So just to recap, if you find yourself continually lamenting the fact that you don't have enough time. You're always saying, I want to have more time. Just follow these steps. First, get clear on why you want more time. What, how would that change things for you? Then brainstorm what you would do with that time. All the things you want to do, you would like to do, you've ever thought of doing. Get them all down on paper, get them down. And then three, take a week, a couple of weeks, and track how your time is being spent. Maybe you just do the working week, maybe you do the weekends as well, entirely up to you. But you need to get an angle as to how that time is being spent. 
and note the times when you're doing things that you would probably maybe rather not be doing or not be spending so much time doing. Social media is a big one. The amount of times we spend on our phones scrolling when we really could be doing something else and probably want to be doing something else, but we just get into that zone. I mean, it's the way the tool's designed. And this is why we have to be intentional about directing that time towards things that we really want to do. So I hope this whole process is clear and I hope you found it helpful. And I'd love to hear when you do this, how much time you find and then what what you do with that time or what you intend to do with that time. I think that'd be really, really cool um, if you could let me know that. Um, so I can cheer you on and just so I can get excited for you at how your life is going to change just by this simple exercise of finding a few more minutes, a couple more hours in each day. Okay, that's it from me this week. I will catch you on the flip side. For now, stop living a life of lethargy and go ahead, live life. Thanks for tuning in. But before you go, the weight of limiting beliefs is heavy. It literally weighs you down and keeps you stuck in that life of lethargy. I know it's why I stayed in big law for so long. And it's why so many of my clients don't believe they can do the things that they want to do. But what causes those limiting beliefs? It's a lack of confidence. Lack of confidence in the belief that you can do the things that you want to do. And I've got something for that. It's my confidence journal. It's six journal prompts that I created that I've used to help me get from where I am to where I want to be. To help to give me the belief to do the things that seem outside of my control, outside of what I can do. If this sounds like you, you need to get your hands on the journal. Best thing about it, it's free. All you have to do is head to IamRyanSpence.com, hit the button for Confidence Journal and get your copy today. It's going to help you start to reframe your thoughts and get you thinking about what you can do instead of focusing on what you can't do and shed that load of limiting beliefs that you don't need to be carrying. See you again next week. And until that time, stop living a life of lethargy and start living life lit.